Hello everyone and welcome to our first official Offside Vibes podcast with my co-host Ari. Ari, how's it going today? Been pretty good, been pretty good, very hot today as always, how have you been? Yeah, look pretty good, It's it's been a long day, um, we're, we're filming this um, at about 6.30 in the evening, so um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a hard day working in the heat. Um, so, uh, apart from that, let's get into what, let's get into agenda, our agenda today. Yeah. So, we're going to be talking a little bit about the two Premier League games that happened overnight. Um, following that, a little prediction for the Champions League, which is coming up midweek, and a prediction and preview for the next Premier League game week next weekend. And... We're going to be playing a game called Start, Bench, Sell, Premier League Prediction, and then following that, we will Close up. Um, can conclude. So, let's get right into it. I Well, I guess we'll talk about the, the, the great game on the weekend, well, for the Gunners' perspective, West Ham, Arsenal. Pretty uh, good, pretty a 6-0 six, six win. One, one goal away from 7-up is what I like to say. Uh so Ari, I I think this game for me, um, just looking at the way we played, I think it's been a very long time since we have actually just put the foot down on a side and actually been, you know, like a a re- relentless. I think that's what a lot of managers like to say that we want to be a relentless side and you know we want to put the foot on the throat of, of other teams. And, and that's exactly what we did to West Ham. They, I must say, they looked very, very ordinary, but look, Arsenal, you know, sc- you know, going into half time with the game just about wrapped up at four nil and then actually going on from there and, and scoring more goals, you know, scoring five, then scoring six, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if Man City would, or Liverpool would do that on a given day that, that West Ham showed, but it certainly was an outstanding display by Arsenal. And look, listen, we're not going to be, Ari, I don't know if you'll agree with me, you know, we're not going to be winning 6-0 every single game, and that's understandable, but like, I want to see more performances like that from Arsenal where we just absolutely put the sword, you know, put the foot down on another side, um, no matter who it is, and we kill games off the way that we did in a space of, you know, it, it took us 10 minutes to, to win that and um, it, it was all, all wrapped up from there. So what what did you think? Uh, yeah, well, I'd like to add, well, I'd like to say firstly, I think the West Ham's performance was, was, was borderline atrocious. Like, I think their defence was, got, were absolutely destroyed. They were all over the place in all facets, Kufau, just their defense and just in their defense in general, just all over the place. Arsenal tear them up with five un- five different goal scorers, which is a very good, which is very good to see as goals can come from all angles. Um, we had a, a very nice appearance from Kiwio, who I thought did very well in the back line. We got two two centre back goals from set pieces, which was also very good. Salibra and Gabriel. That 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 set po- set piece coach of us deserves an Oscar because I don't know what he's done to Saliba and Gabriel but they're all of a sudden you know scoring scoring goals from set pieces and in the past that's been our weakness in in previous years and I think it just shows that 
we don't just rely on the attack we also rely on the other end of the ground to to contribute as well which is which just i think shows how far we have come well to also add um well Declan Rice of course playing against his former side scored an absolute ripper on the weekend also bagging two assists and Odegaard who hasn't been too good the past few games i thought he played off a really good performance created lots of chances also got two assists Maybe one. I think one. One, one, one assist. And just made some, created lots of chances for us. We were very clinical. We finished well. Some good cameos in Reese Nelson and Kedia. Didn't get, didn't get the goal, but I thought they were very good in the latter parts of the game. Um, I just thought it was a really, very good side. Um, look, we're probably not going to win the league. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be hopeful, but I don't think winning the league is like, it, it's not off the cards, but um, from that performance, it's definitely bring some hope back on the side, bring some confidence back on the side. I think we're looking, we'll be looking very good. The goal difference got a big, uh, yeah. a big boost, but um, level, level on goal difference with Man City, it just sort of like, I was thinking about this a little earlier today, like, you know, you know, that goal against Nottingham and a couple of other previous goals that we, you know, might've conceded towards the end of a game, like junk time goals or just like any other silly goals that we've conceded along the way. Like, you know, if we actually, you know, did a little bit better in that scenario, we'd probably be sitting here second on the table. But I guess we'll, we'll just have to take where we are and, and, and just go from there. Well, I'd like to just add one more thing um, before, because it's been quite long I've been talking, but I saw Ben White's performance in the le- left-back position. Right-back. Right-back position, sorry. Um, I thought he played similar role to Zinchenko in the way he came in the midfield. He helped Declan Rice in the midfield and he came in and I thought he um, pl- like pl- played really well. And I think the issue with Zinchenko is sometimes his defense, his defensive status may not be like as good as, as good as some of the other defenders. But I thought Ben White's, Ben White's attacking d- display and defense display was very, very good, especially against West Ham. And I hope that Arteta sees that in Ben White and continues to play him this way because I thought he was very good. And I think he'll just be like a unique player and I think he'll be up against some good sides. I think he'll be a force to be reckoned with in the midfield and and in the fullback position. Definitely going to give Arteta a headache when Tomiyasu comes back. I mean, I'm not sure how far away he is, but, you know, it's it's definitely going to create some headaches there because you can't really drop Ben White after the way that he's performed over the last over the last couple of games. Uh, I think let's also talk about... Um, so moving on from that, let's also talk about um, the other game that happened after the Arsenal one, yep. uh, Man United versus West Ham. Uh, this was a bit of a banana skin, I would say, for United. Well, maybe not so much, but um, they needed to win this game to closed the gap a little bit on Villa. Um, which they did. They which, did very well. Which, I, I thought they played very well. Um, uh, to me, well, if you saw in the earlier video, I thought Villa would, with their with their attacking threat, I thought they'd score a few more goals, but Man United held their own. They they played well. They played well throughout the game and they got a they got a nice goal, cheeky goal at the end of the 88th, 87th minute. 86th, to 80, be precise. Yeah, yeah, 86th, sorry. Um, to win the game from McTominay was a great goal, actually. And I just think that, well, McTominay in general, I think he's been looking pretty good. Like, <laughs> it's Man United, so, but like, I think McTominay has looked pretty good the past few games. He scored a few goals. He's been very good. Also, Hoyland scored the other goal. 
Um, he's also been good, been scoring lots of goals the past couple of games, and I think he's also been forced to be reckoned with and and um, up there with their leading go- up there and leading goal scoring for Man United. Yeah, def- Man United have definitely closed the gap a little bit on Villa, and I think this sort of shows to me that yes, Aston Villa they have um, had some very good performances throughout the season, but this is probably the reason why I don't think they're going to finish in the top four position. I just think there's a little bit too much inconsistency at least. Like, yes, they, you know, two games before that, they lose to Newcastle at home. After that, and before the United one, they um, beat Sheffield United 5-0, which was a big result. And then they lose this game to United from a position where they could have gotten something out of it. I think this shows to me that yes, they are. They have got a very good side with some very with some very good players. Lacking but it, a bit of depth, I think. But I think yeah, they are lacking a little bit of depth and depth in it. A similar sort of position to maybe where Arsenal were a couple of years ago, where we were in some good form and we were looking all right for a top four place, but a lack of depth and consistency sort of cost them in the end. Yeah, I think it was two two exciting games, two thrilling games. Um, we'll move over to some predictions for the next Premier League game. First, um, in for the match week, we got Brentford Liverpool. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I think that'll be a great game. Well, with Ivan Tony, Ivan Tony back. He's he's, his, he's been. He's he, been. I think he's been very good. I think Brentford's form wasn't the best just before he came back. Yeah, I think from from his suspension, but I think he's been a big difference for Brentford since returning, and I think he'll play a big part in this in this game against against Liverpool. Yeah, but but as we saw um, in the last game week, Liverpool looking looking very good. I think I think yeah, very sorry very good. sorry for cutting you off. I think Tony's only just warming up to just sign for sign for Arsenal. I think yeah, he's 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 just he's just warming up for maybe, a transfer. Maybe, but I think I think Liverpool are gonna get away with the win. By a comfortable margin, um, they have well. Darwin Nunes scored a few goals. I think he's been a bit more clinical, which is saying a lot considering he's Darwin Nunes. Um, Jota's been really good. Jota's been very, very good. Douglas Luiz creating lots and lots of chances for them. Um, in the midfield. Douglas Luiz. Sorry. He plays at Aston Villa. Luis Diaz. Sorry. sorry. Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz. Um, and I just, and they're also their defense is looking strong. Robo Robo back playing playing some good football in the fullback position. Um, Trent also playing standard standard football back, back for him after being back from injury. Yeah, back from injury. Van Dijk. I think I, I just think that Liverpool have been going to be such a good side, especially latter. La- well, they've already been so good, but in the latter part of the season, they're going to be very good. Considering soon Salah's going to come back, their attack going to be looking very good. Very entertaining side to watch. Considering I don't really like Liverpool too much. I think Klopp, Klopp leaving won't really hit me until it gets to the last yeah. to, to the last sort of couple of games because I think that he's just such an incredible manager and whatever he does next I, I certainly wish him all the best um, he has openly admitted that he'll never manage a side in the Premier League again so he, he definitely is a Liverpool man and he's certainly changed the direction of the club since since arriving yeah. but and score prediction 3-1 I'm oh actually... no, 3-0. 3-0? Uh, I don't think Ivan... I mean, I think Ivan Tony will make lots of chances, but I don't think he's going to score. I think Virgil van Dijk will hold up their defence. Joe uh, Gomez, he's playing right? Yeah, he's, he, I think he's, he's been playing. Playing, playing yeah, decent. He's been playing decent, I think so. 
I'm gonna go a little bit of an, I'm gonna go a little bit of an opposite here. I'm gonna go high scoring, but Liverpool win three two for me. Ooh, okay. Um goal scoring wise, I reckon Sabozlai oh, yeah, Nunes and Chota. And for Brentford I'd say Tony and Mbwemo. Yeah, that's fair enough. For me. Yeah, that's fair enough. So a high a high scoring classic, they say. Well we've got next up we've got Burnley Arsenal. We've talked a lot about Arsenal. Um, we've talked about a lot about Arsenal, so I think we'll just cut this one short a bit. But I think uh, we'll, I think we'll just be the, the the more dominant side in this game. I think we'll just come out with that big score against West Ham. I think we'll just come out. We'll win a comfortable four 0 I think. Oh really? That's that's a big score. Yeah. Um, I'm I gonna. I'm. I don't want to sound like I'm being negative here at all, but I think Burnley there. Was it seven, eight points off the relegation zone? So they're they're ninety nine percent certain going down. And often, if you're maybe in a relegation battle or you're in a position where you're likely going to get relegated, you can come out and with this attitude and say, "All right, you know, we've got nothing to lose here. We're just going to go for it for the rest of the season." Yeah. And that could happen with Burnley. Um, and look, for me, I think. Arsenal, we can't go into this game just rocking up expecting to win, um, especially after the, the, the win over West Ham. We can't just rock up and and um, you know think it's just going to happen all over again. But I do think that we will come away with a 3-0 yeah. win. Yeah, I think so too. I think Burnley's best player has been their goalkeeper, Trafford. Um, against, against Man City in particular, from recent memories, he was very, very good. He made... Nine nine saves, something high like nine saves, ten saves. He made lots of saves. He was very very good, and and there, there weren't just some like catches. There were like some pretty good saves, and I think, I think he will be a good player, and he will be very good again. Um, he will make some good saves against Arsenal, and it will be tough for our forward line to to beat him. But I think just with the Burnley defense, I think there's some things that a goalkeeper can't stop, and I feel like that's just that's just going to be their downfall a little bit. Um, next game Fulham versus Fulham Villa. Aston Villa you want to talk about this one a bit a, a bit of a tough one here to predict Fulham of course they're sitting mid-table I, I don't think their form has apologies for the cutoff Fulham versus Aston Villa I I reckon this is another banana skin here for Villa I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw away from home as well yeah, I think Villa's, Villa and Fulham, both performances haven't been good. I mean, Fulham were very good last season, considering, but they haven't really been, they haven't really lived up to their performances last season. They've just been a team kind of flowing under the radar, but not doing too well, getting the win, the odd, the odd draw, the odd win here and there. And Villa's form, not looking not looking very good, especially with their loss against Man United. But I think that Villa, as, as Villa showed some promises, I think. Sorry to cut off. As Arsenal fans, we know a little bit too well that Emery doesn't too, doesn't play so well away from home. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, I think Villa will come out with a win 1-0. I think it'll just be a scrap, maybe like in that 83rd minute or something. I don't know. I think just Villa will just come out with a win. I just think, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I just think they're just going to do well. They're just going to play, play well. I think... They did some, show some good signs against Man United. Although they didn't win, they showed some great signs against them. And I think the 1-0 against Fulham will be the score. Moving on to the next game in Newcastle, Bournemouth. 
Bournemouth looking very, very good this season. Solanke, my player. Solanke, I love him a lot. He's, he's a very good player. Got him in FPL. Been very good. I think he's he's. There aren't a lot of great strikers across across England apart from apart from Kane, of yeah, course. Yeah. But I think for me, Solanke and Solanke is definitely one that you know he he's definitely very consistent and you can always rely on on him to to score some goals when when needed um this game Newcastle at St James Park um Newcastle I think of their form has been very up and down this season it's not been the same Newcastle as what it probably was last season um but I think uh St James's Park Last time they played there, it was 4-all between Luton, which was an amazing game. I think I'm going to go with a 3-1 Newcastle home win. I'm actually going to go the opposite. I, I actually think that Bournemouth, with the form they're playing in, I think they will win 2-1. No, sorry, 3-2 actually. I just think Solanke looking very good up top. Billing, obviously, my boy Billing. Um, some menu. I just think their their Bournemouth front line is is looking really really good, and they will concede because their defence is, we'll call it a bit mediocre. But and Newcastle and Newcastle do have some good players in the in the names of Isaac, Isaac and Wilson. But I just think Newcastle haven't have looked atrocious. Their defence has looked appalling. Trippier ha- has been all right to I say ac- the list. I actually look at Newcastle this season and say that they probably should be doing a lot better than what they are. Uh, they they have picked up some some big results throughout the season, but I look at the team they've got, you know, Wilson, Isaac, um who who who's their their winger? Almiron? What what's his Almiron? Almiron. Almiron. Yeah. Doesn't he doesn't play for them anymore, doesn't he? Newcastle. Newcastle. Right? Almiron. He still plays for them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Almiron. Almiron. Uh, anyway, um, but oh, oh, Anthony Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what what I was what I was thinking. Oh, about that. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, um, you know, Bruno Gimarias, um, Trippier. Again, they've they've got some. You know, they've got a very good team, and they should be doing better than that. Yeah. Um, but I I think they they'll uh, come away with the win. Fair enough. Move on Maybe. to the next game. We got Nottingham Forest West Ham. I think. Nottingham Forest been decent, but West Ham coming off that 16-0 loss to us, the Gunners, I think that they will come back stronger away, and I think they will come off the win. I just think um, Moyes, Moyes, uh, Moyes, yeah, I think Moyes will will give them a stern talking to 6-0, 4-0 at half time, just not not looking very good. Defense was all over the place. Got centre backs. Dropping way deeper than their fullbacks, we got centre backs dropping way higher than their fullbacks. It was just a terrible defensive performance, and I think they'll get a big stern talking to, and I think they will come out with the win. I think they'll come back hungry and more. Hasn't hasn't been a hasn't been a great start for the calendar year for for West Ham. And look, my my prediction for this game, um, my thoughts. I think Nottingham they are out of the relegation zone. But they do have this monkey on their back where they could potentially be deducted points. And if that, if those charges hanging over their head, if they are found guilty, then they are, you'd think, 99.9% certain to go down. So 
the more points they pick up now, then Later. the less, the, then the le- then um, more of a chance of them staying up. Uh, but West Ham, I'm sure Moyes would have given them a, a bit of a rev up after that Arsenal game. And for me, I think West Ham will come away with a 2-1 win. Fair enough. On to the next game. We've got Tottenham Wolves. Oh, Tottenham. Um, I think the Spurs will win. They're they home. They've looked pretty good with Madison back. I think he's been very, very good. Back to how he's been, how he played since he left off. Um, Wolves, obviously. Have they been all right? Wolves, Wolves have sort of... They've been okay. Last, last, last well, game week, Spurs played Brighton. Yes. And Brighton's form was a bit up and down. And Wolves... Again, just mid mid table side where you're just sort of expected to 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 beat those teams if you want to. Well, we we see the likes of Timo Werner with Charleston. Son Son's back. Son's back. Son's back from a Spurs perspective, which is very good. They've got like a stack forward line: Madison with Charleston's son. I think I think their their defense as well has been pretty strong. Your 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 doggy Poro Romero, like they've got a very strong defence. I, and Hoiberg in the midfield. I just think mm-hmm. they've been. It's sad to say as an Arsenal fan, but they've just been very good. And I think. I think and they I think win. I must say, as Aussies, I think Ange has done a brilliant job. Like, yeah. like I was, I was actually in the car, um, driving back from work, and they said on the radio that, like, for Spurs to lose their, you know, their star player in Kane, and you've, you know, Ange has got to build the squad, just as it is after losing their star player. And he's certainly gotten a lot out of, the gotten a lot have. out of the players they have, and, and signings did, as well. Timo Werner and the signings, Timo Werner. Forgot about him. And I think this, for me, feels that if Spurs do finish top four and qualify for a Champions League place, then it most certainly has been a successful season. But I was also listening, and apparently there are some rumbles potentially, and you may hear it here first that Liverpool could potentially be interested in Ange Postacoglu in replacing Jurgen Klopp? Well, I heard sources, don't quote me on this, that the Bayern Leverkusen Leverkusen manager could be moving to Liverpool, but I don't know if that's true. I've just heard, I've just seen, don't, don't quote me on that, but I've just heard that. So different sources, different sources, but that's just what I've heard about the game. Um, Score prediction? 3-0. 3-0. 3 Tottenham Hotspur. I'm going to go 2-0 Spurs. Fair enough. City-Chelsea, two big six teams. Haaland got his first goal, first two goals in, I think it was 77 days or something. Um, He's back looking very, very good. They, they played, I... they, they forced to be reckoned with City, one of the best in Europe, been very, very good. De Bruyne playing unbelievably. De Bruyne Foden, coming off coming off the bench and yeah, getting yeah. an assist still. So F- Foden looking looking very good. Granite off the chances. Didn't get didn't get um much goal returned on the weekend, but I thought he still was a very good player. Um, Doc, there's still heaps of death. Doku, oh, Bernardo Silva looking very very Silva. good for them. Um, Diaz John, at the back. Diaz, is John Stones. When's John Stones back? I don't even know. I think he might. He might 
might still be out. I, I haven't I haven't seen any news on him about him being injured, but yeah, so John Stone. Uh, I'm not sure. Gre- Jack Grealish, Jack Phil Grealish. Foden has yeah, yeah, yeah. found his way into the side after scoring a hat trick last week. Um, and again, their opponents, Chelsea. I think we talked a little bit about this on the, the previous preview. episode. Yeah. That Chelsea, like they do have a good core. They do have a good core of young players. Um, you know, Palmer, Gallagher, Nkunku, Jackson, that they can build a team around. But for now, they're just not quite there yet. And they've got a little bit of a way to go before they start competing again. Um, a little bit about the game. I think for me, this game could go one or two ways. I think City, like, they're only just warming up to go on this winning run to the title, I think, with Haaland and De Bruyne back. And I think for me, the first way of this way of how this game could go is that City just completely run away with like it. Five or something. <laughs> or this is going to be a really high-scoring game and Chelsea put on a show or Chelsea can go to the Etihad and, and pull off some sort of result out of nothing. See... From history in the City Chelsea game, I, I I think it is possible. I don't think Chelsea will win this game, unfortunately for all the Chelsea fans listening. But I still think that I I I think that it can be a close game. It could be like a a one nil scrap. To be honest, that wouldn't be that wouldn't surprise me. But the way that City's been playing, I think the game will be three one. However, a one nil three however one nil one nil scrap for City could is on the cards. I'm I'm going to go the complete opposite of a scrap. I think this is going to be a high-scoring encounter like like we saw between these two sides in back in November, the the four-all draw. Oh yeah. Um big game. However, I'm not going to go with a draw. I'm going to go with a 4-2 Man City win. I just feel City will go into half-time with a a comfortable lead. Chelsea will get one back, City will run away with it, but then Chelsea just get a a late consolation towards the end and Pep will be fuming a little bit, I think, yeah. after that. So I'm going to go with a City win. And if City win this game, they could... Depends depending play. Depending on the play. Liverpool game, they could go top of the league and, also, and stay there. Even. Yeah, sadly. Uh, moving on to the next game, we got Luke Sheffield Brighton. Um, Brighton haven't looked too good. I it's mean, it. I still think they have quality, but I feel like it hasn't been shown fully the past couple of weeks. With the likes of Jao Pedro, Pascal Gross, Solly Marsh, if he's even playing, I don't even know. Um, I just feel Brighton away. And Sufati injured and still. And yeah, still injured. I just think. Potential banana skin here for Brighton. They've, do I even know? Do you even know any Sheffield players? I don't even know. Potential. We we need to do our research. I'll I'll openly admit it on the podcast. On Sheffield, I don't know any Sheffield players. We'll we'll have to do our research. The potential 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 banana skin here for Brighton, like no, going no. away to Nottingham and and copping a four nil defeat. Four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, so potential banana skin. So who do you think is going to win? Oof. Brighton. You know, I'm going to go for a boring nil-nil. No, no, that's fair I've, enough. I've, I've been waiting. I've been holding that prediction for a while. Yeah, but I'm enough. just going to I'm gonna go with a nil-nil. Just nothing in it. You know, Sheffield, they come, they park the bus. 
they play sort of like a keeping soft sort of yeah. game for Brighton. So I reckon a, I reckon a nil nil. Fair enough. Luton United, you want to kick it off? Luton United versus Manchester United at the at I guess we haven't even talked about Luton's home ground. Like, can you believe that? Like, you actually need to go through someone's house. Like, imagine going through someone's living room just to get to a, yeah, a not stadium. Anymore, but it's, still, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. not facilitated that well that ground. Yeah, maybe some if they stay in the league, which. Who even knows if they stay in the league? 50-50, I think. If they stay in the league, I think there'll be some big big changes from the stadium from the owners. But aside from Luton's history, well, not history, I guess you could call it like their their club in general against Man United. Um, We've we've seen some good performances from them. Um, Doty from Luton, their defence. Morris, Barkley. Morris, Barkley. Yeah, they they, they have some good players um, in their side. I think... Home against United, I think Man United will unfortunately win the game. Gonacho, he 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 had some um created some good chances against who they played just Villa. They had Villa. Some, he had some good chances against Villa. Uh, Rashford, Hoyland, McTominay, some good some good players, and I think United will win. They will win three two. I think Man United's defense still not looking hundred percent like sealed off, and I think Luton. With the likes of Morrison and Barkley, they, they will win. They got it. I think Man United. I mean, they will score a few goals. I think Man United need to completely readjust their yeah. defense um, at the end of the season. It, it certainly isn't looking too bleak. Uh, isn't looking too uh, too good. But I'm gonna go with a three-one United win. And to finish off the match week, we've got Everton Crystal Palace. We'll see how they play. They're playing the time of recording. Crystal Palace will be playing Chelsea. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Or for us tomorrow morning. Maybe when this is released, it will have already been played. So we're not really sure how they're going to play. But I, to be honest, I just think it will just be like 1-1 one, one or something. I'm going to go with a 1-0 Everton, Everton win. Yeah, Everton looking... They've looked all right. I think Roy Hodgson needs to retire and yeah. just have a lay on the beach at the end of the season. <laughs> just yeah. let, him, let him off into the sunset. Yeah, Everton looked all right. Looking for relegation. So not too good. But I think... Yeah, the point the point deduction has yeah, really yeah, hurt Everton. Point, point, I think if yeah, yeah. without that they'd be comfortably staying up. In but, midfield, yeah. Um, and they, you know, they've got a very again just another side with a very mediocre list, with some okay players. I'm gonna go with a one 0 Everton though. Yeah, fair enough. Should we move on? Yep, let's to move Champions on. Champions League. Champions League round. Ra- the Champions League returns. Round of sixteen. Very the, exciting. The champions. Returns. Okay. Um. And we're gonna kick it off with the the reigning Champions League winners, Man City, going away to Copenhagen. Copenhagen. So what are your thoughts? Oh, well, I'll actually start talking. Um, Copenhagen. I mean, they've, they've they've looked good. They've played their best football in the Champions League. From from what I from what I know, they've played the best football in the Champions League. However, they haven't played since December, or haven't played much football since December. And I think with Man City, as we spoke about earlier, with their run on form that's con- continually progressed, I think just Man City will obliterate them. Even though Copenhagen have looked all right, um, I think City are gonna. Yeah. City I will think just, just tear them. I like think away I th- they'll win like three 0 and I think in aggregate it'll be like six. I think we'll just they'll just th- destroy them. I think with City's depth, like they're gonna completely because they they know that for now they're focusing on the Premier League and they could 
rotate their squad completely in this game. And it won't make and a they, difference. And it won't make a difference. I'll probably come away with a 2-0, 3-0 win. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a 3-0 City win. And that would probably have the tie all all done, you'd, you'd say. I, yeah. I, I don't see Copenhagen doing much to City in this tie. Moving on to the next game, RB Leipzig versus Real Madrid. Real, yeah, Madrid. They've, they've looked good, I think. But however, they've scored lots of last-minute goals with the Real Madrid the yeah. goal in with, the 94th minute. They've, they've, like they've 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 come away. They've just I don't know. They've just been a team that they've they've clutched in the last ten minutes and they've scored a goal. However, mm-hmm. Real Madrid don't have Courtois. They don't have Alaba. They don't have Rudiger, from my understanding. And I just think that Leipzig. Could look, could look to cause some problems here for Real Madrid. Savi Simmons looking very good for them. He had some poor a poor form in like December November, but he looked much better. Although, in saying that, RB Leipzig. I believe Leipzig are lo- doing alright in the no, Bundesliga. I don't, I don't think they are. I, 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 I think sh- they've I, lost I, the last I, three or four. I think. I think they might have. I don't think they're doing poten- too potential. I don't think they're doing as well as maybe what I just thought of, but yeah. I believe that. They're out of the top four, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing, They're not not doing, doing the best. Great. So, you think Real are getting out of the 16 into th- round of eight? I think they'll get to the quarterfinals. In this game, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Real Madrid win. Fair enough. I think in the... I'll be like to take away to Real. Real will win. I think I'm going to agree. 2-1, I think. It'll just be a scrap, but but in aggregate, I think Real will win and they will go into the round of sixteen. And Red, I, think, I think with Vinny, with Vinny playing very well, Belling, Bellingham continuing to in, improve, I think Real will win into go into the round of sixteen. I've got a question to ask: Who's the best? Who's better right now, Bellingham or Mbappe for the best player in the world? That's a lot of questions. It's it's may, m- maybe oh, no Mbappe obviously Mbappe but, but Bellingham's been good uh, Mbappe both man he's so lankers, but, but he's so fast yeah, like you'll take just, that speed any day yeah I think Mbappe's been the better player well they're both different players so you can't directly compare to them but I think yeah Mbappe's been the best player um, we'll move on we'll move on speaking of Mbappe PSG versus Real, Real Sociedad at in Paris. Um... PSG have been bad. PSG have been bad. They haven't been playing too good, but I believe they're still top of League One, from my understanding. Yeah. Um, Real Sociedad, I believe they're not doing so well in La Liga, but they have made it out of out of their group. Uh, this tie, however, I'm going to go with a 2-0 PSG win in the first leg. I think yeah. the likes of Mbappe and yeah. and Co will uh, will no. look to cause some problems yes, for Real Sociedad. There are two, three, one to PSG. A few goals, but PSG home, I think, it will just carry them over the line. Moving on to a game where I think Lazio Bayern Munich a game again Bayern Munich Bayern not Munich. not in great form after losing to Bayern Leverkusen on the weekend. They're losing losing top spot. In the they lost top spot in the yeah, Bundesliga. Yeah, but I, I think they've been such a good team this whole season. Although they've lost off top spot, they've just been such a good team in the Bundesliga. Likes of Harry Kane, Harry Kane's been really, really good. Sad, sad to say, but 
as you were saying earlier before we recorded that that Harry Kane hasn't lost the Spurs has lost the Spurs in him honestly you can take him out of Spurs but, yeah, but there's still a bit of Spursy yeah, in him yeah. man choking the ball as we as you would all know that Bayern Munich have won the past 10 or so years eight I uh, don't know the exact number but eight then they lose him off top spot and if they lose the Bundesliga then Harry Kane oh god oh my god Sh- shame it's, for him shame it's, for it's, him. It's, it's, it's the Kane effect isn't it if they uh, if they miss out on the, the Bundesliga and Leverkusen and end up winning it uh, in this first leg however I'm um, by my understanding, Lazio I'm not, not being too good. I I'm think. not sure if Lazio have been any yeah, good haven't in, been too good in Syria, but no, haven't been too again, good. Again, I'm I'm going to openly admit it. We're going to do our our research very further. So, um, yeah, slowly and slowly. So, what are your predictions? I think uh, away one three Bayern Munich come out on top. I think Lazio will score a goal, but Bayern Munich, the likes of their players, I think. I'm going to go with. Better. A bit of a shock result. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Fair enough. Uh, actually, not fair enough. I disagree, but... And I, th- I think... All right. I think Tuchel will, will have to... Um, I think Tuchel would have given his players a bit of a pump-up after that loss to Leverkusen, but I'm going to go for a 1-1. But I would probably say that Bayern would, would get it done in the second leg. Yeah. But in a bit of an upset... Go a draw because there's there's always there's always something that happens in the Champions League at this stage, and in the later stages there's just always a shock result. So I'm, I'm gonna yeah. that that's gonna be Fair my enough. my shock result a draw um, in the first leg. Moving on to our very first segment of the podcast, Stop Bench Cell Premier League Edition. The first one of names you've got to start bench and sell one of them. We got Rodri, Rice, and McAllister. In my eyes, I think Rodri been very, very good before Christmas. Probably one of the best DMs in Europe and probably in the world at the moment. Still looking very, very good. Um, our boy Rice. Our boy Rice. Playing, Rice. playing unbelievable. Rice, Rice, baby. Playing unbelievable football at the moment. Being very clinical. A necessity for our team. He's created chances up top. He, he gets a few goals here and there, especially if the West Ham. I one feel like I assist. feel like though that they're so different players. Like, so, I think, yeah, I I think Ro- Ro- Rodri almost plays as if he's like another centre back, and he just seems to dictate the play str- at that as part a of the ground. I don't know. Rodri's all over the place for me. And then Macaliasta. Well, he is a a World Cup winner for Argentina. Yeah. And he, he got that transfer and to I, Liverpool. And, and I think he's been playing really well for Liverpool. Um, he has dropped, he has had to drop in the DM role, which is why we placed him here. And I think he played really well. And uh, unfortunately for him, I think we, he's up against two world-class players and I think he will be be my cut. However, he's played very well for Liverpool. He's cleared up lots of their, lots of their midfield issues. He's controlled the play very, very well, able to... Get the ball to the forwards, the likes of Darwin Nunes, Jota, Sabasai, Diaz. Diaz, all those, all those Salah. Liverpool strikers. Oh yeah, and Salah before before his Afcon appearance. Injury. Um, well, now he's injured. Yeah, as now well. he's injured, and I think we're gonna have to. Pains me to say, Rodri start bench rice. Your thoughts? Yeah, I would, I would probably have to agree. I think, yeah. I think Rodri, he just 
he always seems to be able to dictate the play. And he, again, he he plays as if he is another another centre-back for City. But he it just always seems to, to dictate the play and make clutch clutch tackles and stopping any balls coming in. I think Rice, his role, he does seem to play a very similar way where he, he is sort of like that defender where he tracks back, but he also does get forward a lot. Um, but in this sort of... And McAllister, I think, has been... Also McAllister, in McAllister. 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 Mac- McAllister. Alexis McAllister. No, McAllister. McAllister. Well, um, his, McAllister. His role has slightly changed since um, since coming to Liverpool after leaving Brighton. Um, so I think this is a pretty simple one. I'd say Rodri start, bench rice, sell... McAllister. 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 I butchered it again. McAllister. All right, moving on to the next. Three Premier League centre-backs looked very, very good this season. We got... Thiago Silva for Chelsea. Ruben Diaz. Virgil van Dijk for Liverpool. Another City... Another Liverpool player in Virgil van Dijk. From my understanding, as you, you should all know, zero... He's been beaten zero times this season. Looked unbelievable. Very, very strong. Aside from that one miss up against Arsenal, he's looked. He's looked at the top of his game. He's looked at the top of his game. He can look a little bit sus at times. No, no, no. He hasn't been looking sus at times. Only the one time. Only the one time. Only that one time. And aside from that one time, I think he's looked top of his game. Bring back back his peak days in the 2018-19 season. 2018-19? Yeah, I think 2018-19 season. Looking very good. Um, Ruben Diaz, strong well, city's de- well, defense. World class, centre back, one of one of the best. A player the everybody league. wants in their teams, and we also got Thiago Silva, an old fellow. An old fellow for a very long time, world class centre back, one um, of the best. Hasn't looked. He's looked very good, but his age obviously catching up to him. He's now thirty eight, from my understanding, maybe thirty nine. Um, he will be my cut, and Silva. Oh, Silva will be my cut. Diaz will be my bench. And I think just Virgil van Dijk, I think he'll just be my keep, my play. You know what, actually? Start. Yeah. What I'm, I'm going to reverse that. I'm going to go no. cut Silva, start Diaz, no, bench can't. van Dijk. Why I just, start Diaz? I just think... I can't say start Diaz. I just think Virgil's that... Virgil's better. I just think I've watched a lot of City games this season. And I think Diaz for me is he he's just world class all over all over that side of the ground. Um seems to stop the play and I think he's less prone to mistakes apart from that one. I think he's a little bit more like you sort of know what you're gonna get from him when when he's on the ball and when uh when they're being run down City. Um, moving on to our final start bench second sale. Last. Oh, second last. We got Watkins for Villa, Isaac, and Ivan Tony. Remember, this is current form. So we'll probably go since Ivan Tony's come back. We'll compare his stats for Watkins and Isaac as well. You want to start these things off with this? I think Isaac. I think 
all very, you know, class strikers. Um, always seem to score the clutch goals. Yeah. Isaac, for me, is a lot more versatile because of his height. And he can play as one as well. And he can also play on any side of the ground. Watkins and Tony, for me, are very established strikers for England. And, I, and for their clubs. And for their, their clubs. And I certainly hope after Kane, one of them gets a, gets a run with England. Um, both players for me... In fact, all three players I wouldn't mind having an Arsenal. Um, so what's me. your start bench sell? So my start bench sell, I'm going to surprise a few, I think. I'm going to go start Tony, bench Isaac, yep. and then sell Watkins. Fair enough. I think I'll talk a bit about Tony's been very good for Brentford. He has been a bit of a saviour for them because they've looked very mid before he came, but he's come back. He's scoring lots of goals the likes of Mbwemu. Watkins, I'm a big fan of. Been very, very good, especially the past few weeks and in the earlier parts of the season. I just think Watkins is just the better player over Tony at the moment. I think, yes, he's an established striker. He sometimes likes to come in as a false nine, but also stretch the centre-backs, play in, play in between the two. Um... Some, a tall player as well as Isaac I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of Isaac and the way he plays in Newcastle plays on the when he played on the wing which he used to he was very skillful created lots of chances for them when he played alongside Callum Wilson however now I think he's the established striker for Newcastle and I think yes Newcastle have looked off if you agree a little bit this season yes. yeah I think Isaac has still been very good not as clinical as he was in the earlier part of the season. However, well, he's, he's, I still he's think he's still been all right. In and out, in and out of the yeah, side in with out. injury. So that my cut sell, start sell bench will be start Watkins. I just think the consistency, I think I just want him in my side. I'm going to sell Tony and bench Isaac. I think... It, Talking from if you bench Isaac, Kim coming on creates some havoc for the centre backs and Tony. Look, we haven't seen so much of him this season, so it's a bit hard to say too much. But I just think consistency, we need to see a bit more, especially before his nine month suspension. Obviously, lots of things would have changed, but I think Tony was like, he was a good player at times, but also pretty average at times. Wow, that is, that is stunning. Like, I am looking at the camera. Feeling so shocked off that I really do not agree. I just feel I feel Tony is really good. Is very capable of playing for a big six side at some stage. I I know. I know. I I just think he makes such a. I think he makes especially for that Brentford side. I just think he makes such a. He's such a vocal point for them. But I think Watkins, on the other hand, I think he's he's got a squad around him as well to to play alongside. Um, and look, not not no nothing against Brentford, but look, Tony, he he is their guy, and I, I think that if yep. whoever comes after him at the end of the season, because it does look likely that he is going to leave, whether if that's Arsenal, whether if that's someone else. They're going to be asking for a lot of money because he is a very, very important player. Yeah, 
We'll move on, I guess. To the final one. Final one. We got Vicario for Tottenham Hotspur. Trafford, who we spoke briefly about earlier from Burnley. And I'll actually do Alessandro Martinez. Pickford. No, we'll do Alessandro Martinez. Alessandro Martinez. Yes. Are you kidding me? I want to see what we say instead of Pickford. I'm looking at the camera all shocked again. Okay, we'll do we'll do kind of do Pickford. Okay, Pickford, fine. All right, Vicaro, Trafford, and Pickford. You want to start then? Fine. Um, start bench cell. Ooh, this is actually pretty tough. All right, I'll speak. I guess Vicario, very good for Tottenham. Um, from Tottenham's previous seasons, haven't looked so good defensively, but with Vicario playing, I think he's been. He, I mean, there's not so much to talk about goalkeepers, but I think his distribution's been very good this season. They haven't considered nearly as many guys as they have last season. Trafford, as spoken but earlier. But that, that's also down to their defence. Yeah, yeah, their obviously defense. down to their defence. But, I mean, Vicario's distribution has been very, very good. We've got Trafford from Burnley, as spoken earlier. Lots nine saves or something against City. I'm he, a big fan of him. I think he's going to go a long way. He's one to but watch. He, he's t- tough, tough with a Burnley player. And then Pickford, a player who hasn't been playing too well for the Everton side, but obviously, I mean, I don't think we take into account for this one, but obviously um, has been a very good player for England, but I don't think we're going to take him into account for that. I think we'll just mm-hmm. speak about his Premier League display the past recent, the recent games. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm going to go start for Cario, Bench, Trafford, Sell, Pickford. Everton, not looking great. Mediocre. Mediocre side. Not amazing. I wouldn't say terrible or woeful, but I, I, I just like Trafford in my team, you know. Massive fan. Yeah, I think, I think I would probably have to agree. I'm not really going to count form for international sides. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. Recent performances as I'm well. gonna go. Yeah, I think. Agree. Starts. Trafford. Okay. I think yeah, yeah. up and coming keeper. Fair you enough. you want you want a young keeper in your side, but also one that's grown a little bit. Bench Vicario. Yeah. And then sell Pickford. Sure. Cut him. And we'll now close off. Just like that, we've pods. we've made it to we've the end of the, the podcast. Um, stay tuned for the next episode where we talk more about the Premier League predictions, Champions League, Champions League predictions, and we'll talk about our FPL. See how that's going in our leagues. Not we'll, we'll not see. Great. We'll see how we go. I think I've I sort of neglected FPL a little bit, but we back but from it. I've slowly come back to the party a bit yeah. um, with. Maybe not a so good side, but, but we'll, we'll talk we'll about we'll talk a little bit about that and so maybe some interesting segments along the way. Stay tuned. Looking forward to next week. And very excited. We'll close off now. See see you next week on the pod. See you next time.